0: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. As promised, we're going to continue to learn more from Adrian about what it takes to be a successful stock trader. Let's tune into part three right after we get a shout out from our number one sponsor, Anchor. Beginning by every for, for everybody, even someone like yourself or people who, who already made it, I guess. Uh, they had to go through a period of, like you said, trial and error, right? Blowing up accounts, losing money, starting over from zero. Like everyone's going through it, but why? Why do we go through that small period of just pain, be it months or, or years? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I just want to—I just want to clarify something. It's—it's it's often not a small period of pain. It's often a big period of pain. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> for most people who come into the market without training, without the right education, and/or without reading about hundred or two hundred books on trading, like I did to figure this out, uh, they quit as a loser. they like as a, as a loser. I'm not saying they're a loser as a person. It's just they—they they lose money, right? Um, so why does that happen? Why is it so hard is, is kind of the, the, the crux of everything. The, the markets are designed to shake you out of your position. They're, they're noisy. They're uncertain. It's about price discovery. So um, and they're also very different to everything else we encounter in life completely different success in the markets is completely different to success in school. It's completely different to success in your job. It's completely different to success in your relationship in, in trading to be successful. You've got to ignore almost every emotion, emotional impulse you have like almost all of them guaranteed are wrong. And just take a simple example. When you go to the store or you take your partner to the store or whatever, and you see the pair of shoes you want to buy and they've just increased the price by 200%. Yesterday, it was, you know, $200. Now it's, oh, let's take an, even a smaller example. Let's, yesterday it was $100. Today's $150. Are you more inclined to buy those shoes or less? Because you saw them yesterday for 100 Now you're seeing them for 150 It's like, oh, that's expensive. I don't buy that. Right? But, yeah. In, so, so, But if you went to the store and you saw yesterday there were $100, today there's 75 because they're on sale, you go, hey, cool, good deal. Get out the credit card. Like it almost is like that's how we're conditioned. i got a bargain. But in trading, there's a thing called momentum, right? If a stock is going in one direction, it doesn't necessarily just turn around and go in the other direction for no reason. So if a stock is going down, which way is it likely to keep going? down Down. if a stock is going up which ways are likely to keep going up and the the way i explained this to my kids when i started um, teaching them trading way back was if you get a tennis ball and you throw it across the room when it hits the floor the first time does it turn around and bounce straight back no of course not because there's nothing in its way it just hits the floor and it keeps going and it bounces back and then it hits something a wall and it bounces back right in the markets You know, it's the same thing. The stock keeps going, keeps going on its trend until it hits something. Something changes. You know, the management mucks something up. They have a big competitor. The interest rates go like something big and fundamental changes. And then the price turns around. Now, we don't have to know what that big fundamental change is as a systematic trader. We have to observe that the price actually turned around. Right. But what we also have to do is avoid the impulse to say, oh, the price is going up. It's expensive now. I shouldn't buy it. Actually, the price is going up because it's trending up. If you don't buy it, you're going to miss that trend. Ooh, right? But that's completely opposite thinking to the bargain hunter in the store. And then at school, we're trained to be right. You know, what what grade did you get on the math test? Did you get 90% or did you get 20%? And if you got 20%, oh, you know, you better work on your maths, you little Johnny, that's, you know, that's not a good grade. You know, you can't pass. You can't go up to the next level, right? Sorry to anyone who didn't like math at school. But you know, this is how we're all made to feel, right? We've got to get it right. And in trading, what happens when you come in with the mentality of wanting to get it right is you place a trade and you go, okay, as soon as it's up, I'm going to sell it so that I can have a winning trade so I can make money, right? So I put in a profit target or I snatch a quick profit when I'm 20 bucks up or 50 bucks up or 5% up or 10% up, or whatever it is, right? And if the stock instead starts going down, you go, oh shit, I'll just wait till it gets back to even. And when it bounces up and when it gets back to even, I'll get out so I don't lose money. But what happens? Of course, it keeps going down. It keeps going down and the pain gets bigger and bigger and bigger until the trader can't stand it anymore and goes, ah! Ah, and they sell. And guess what? That's the bottom. And then the stock turns around and goes straight back up, right? Because that was capitulation. That's what happens when traders en masse cannot take the pain anymore. They, They dump their stock into the market, the price collapses temporarily, and then there's no more sellers, it bounces straight back up. All because that person didn't want to be wrong and didn't want to take the loss at the beginning when it started going down. So it's completely the opposite of our training. I'm going to tell you, I've taken thousands and thousands and thousands of trades, literally. And I'm probably wrong 70% of the time. But I still make a ton of money. Why? Because when I'm right, I make a lot more money than I lose when I'm wrong. So if I lose a dollar seven times out of 10, and three times out of 10, I make five bucks, guess what? I make a ton of money. But most people go, okay, I want to make a dollar, make a dollar, make a dollar, make a dollar, and then don't cut their loss. And so the loss gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So they make $7 because they're right seven times. But then on the three trades that they're losing, they lose like 10 times as much. And that math doesn't work out. And what happens is, sorry, I'm going on a diatribe. I hope this is okay. But this is really, really important. This is the crux of why people... No, this is perfect. This is perfect. So... What what happens is people don't understand the math of making money in the markets. The math of making money in the markets is you have a certain number of winning trades and they're a certain size, and you have a certain number of losing trades and they're a certain size. And it doesn't matter how often you're right, you're not going to be right 100% of the time. There's always going to be losing trades. And when you're wrong, if you lose too much, it'll wipe you out. And when you're right, if you take that profit too quickly and have small wins, then those profits are not going to be big enough to overcome the losses. So you've got to allow the profits to get big, keep the losers small and take the losers while they're small instead of holding on to them. You know this idea of turning a trade into a long-term hold or waiting till I get back to even, that's death for traders. Because all it does is chew up your capital, or it shrinks your account. And maybe it never comes back because guess what? There's a thing called bankruptcy. A stock can go out the back door, go to zero. And you don't want to be holding that in your portfolio. You want to be short selling it and riding it all the way down and profiting the whole way. Right? Don't hold on to a losing trade because you didn't want to be wrong. Just accept the fact you're going to be wrong most of the time. Just make those losses small and keep the winners, allow the winners to grow big. And then the math works and you make money.
0: I, I think, I honestly think that might be one of the hardest things is, is, oh, yeah. is like you just yeah. said, admitting you're wrong. Because being wrong has, since you, since you were a kid, I mean, you you spill something on the floor and your parents say, you're not supposed to do that, Johnny, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. wrong. That's, that's a wrong, wrong thing to do, right? So from, you know, we're toddlers, we're taught to be afraid of that word. Yeah. And and being right has been, you know, hailed all the way up to, to the corporate world, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. really the opposite. Trading. Well,
1: what's and, and sorry, um, you're exactly right, and it's really hard to be wrong. Oh yeah. So how do we make ourselves right as traders and win? That's the key, right? This is the key to staying in the zone and following the rules, because if you if you tie up your your ego and your thinking about being right, your measurement of success on whether this trade is a winner did i get this trade right that's a losing strategy because because everything will work against you right but if you say okay i'm gonna have lots and lots of trades i'm following a process that process is like a production line in a factory okay so think of the um the general motors the toyota factory right they pump out cars how do they pump out cars exactly the same every single time. They follow the same process, day after day, car after car, over and over and over again, right? They don't measure their success about how perfect this car is. They measure their success about uh, is our process stable and repeatable, right? And you've got to do the same thing for trading because that allows you to be right 100% of the time. So we follow our, I have trading rules, right, in my systems. If I follow my trading rules every day, I get to pat myself on the back. I did a good job. I was right today. I did the right thing. I'm a good trader. It doesn't matter if my trades lost money because the trades aren't the main game. The trades are just part of the output of the process. If I follow the process, there's going to be winning trades and losing trades. But if I follow that process over many years, I'm going to make a ton of money. So I get to be right. If I follow if I followed the signals, if I took the buy when I was supposed to, if I took the sell when I was supposed to, I was right. I did the right thing. So when you when you think about it like that, it's actually easy to give yourself that to give ourselves that need of being right. You just have to remove yourself from the need to be right on that trade to make money on this ticker, because that's irrelevant. What's relevant is the process you're following, and did you follow that process well? And of course, is that process profitable? You need a profitable
0: system to follow,
1: right?